Happy Sunday, and welcome in to the Ride Home edition of the Murray State Basketball Podcast after Murray State gives up a late run to Chattanooga, and they lose to the Mocs last night, 69-66 in their final tune-up before they open Missouri Valley Conference play coming up uh, on Thursday. I have not had a chance to uh, go back and, and watch the game a second time and chart it for possessions and and substitutions and such like that. So some of this will have some uh, some gray area in the specifics, but uh, also uh, have to wonder, I don't know if, if Christmas eggnog is served on Thanksgiving or what, but apparently the scoring crew at Chattanooga uh, asleep at the wheel a little bit last night. So some of the official stats you've seen may not be technically all that official, as uh, there are 200 minutes of game time, <laughs> five guys on the floor at any time, and they play 40 minutes, so it's 200 minutes. Well, uh, looking at the official stats from last night, uh, Murray State apparently only played 176 of those 200 minutes, which might make sense for why they, they came up short. But uh, just, again, looking at the box score, I would I don't know if it's just time played is the unofficial part, but that'll have to be something... Uh, that has gone back and uh, looked at. Uh, first and foremost, uh, DJ Burns uh, did uh, came out of the game late with an apparent uh, lower body injury, uh, was not on the floor at the end. Uh, we have no update yet. It's Sunday morning. Games ended less than 12 hours ago, so uh, no update yet. Hope to have one uh, tomorrow morning, but the, obviously that is a massive hold your breath situation and you hope it's just all right roll my ankle let's just get some treatment tape it up and go uh, because this is a this is a wildly different team uh, without him uh, on the floor story of the game for me uh, obviously uh, the the main thing that jumps out is that 10-0 run uh, with about six minutes to go really you could stretch it back a little bit it was actually a a 19-5 run you know, Murray State led with eight minutes and 14 seconds to go. Racers were up 52-46. And then you just get Perry with a miss, uh, Jacoby Wood with a miss three, Kenny White with a layup, Jamari Smith misses the front end of a one-and-one, one. DJ Burns had an and-one layup inside, but then he misses a layup, Jamari misses a three, Rob misses a jumper, uh, Jacoby with the turnover, and suddenly you go from plus six to minus eight in a six-minute stretch. So, I mean, they scored from the 8-14 mark to the 208 mark. Murray scored five points. And that's how you watch a lead evaporate on the road, uh, as we saw last night. I told you about Jake Stevens coming in. Seven-footer. Averaged about 18 points, 9, 10 rebounds a game. Had the ability to shoot the three. We saw him shoot the three last night. We saw a lot of them on the Chattanooga side shoot the three. They took 39 threes. You know, they're, they're, I think, coming in, they were somewhere around 45% of their shots uh, were were three-pointers. And last night, they were at 66% three-pointers. I mean, just a 
they, they were not bashful at all. And ultimately, you know, the, the, the percentage was not high. I mean, you hold them to, uh, let's see, where are we at here? You held them to, you know, they were 13 of 39, so right at, right at 33%. But the big fella, you know, he was 4 of 7. And, I, you know, for me, on some level, if you can contest him on some level, I'm just taking, I'm just, I'm going to take it. There was one, maybe even two, you know, trailing in transition where he can just get it, and you see Jamari Smith take this shot. He can get it in. Those are the ones that are probably the the biggest problem, where he can catch trailing, top of the key, and just all in one fluid motion catch, shoot. That's what Chattanooga wants. And those those are high percentage shots for him. If you can force him to catch the ball and have to make some sort of basketball move and then shoot a three, buddy, tip your hat to you if you're going to make him. We saw just a, uh, I mean, they were just firing from deep. And eventually the odds, you know, the pendulum swung back. Jamal Johnson, who hit three massive threes, in the final six minutes, and he hit two within a 45-second stretch to give, uh, to put Murray, uh, or to put Chattanooga back on top of Murray. Well, he was 0 for 6 to start. So on one hand, you're like, this dude can't throw in the ocean. All right, he got one. Okay, he got two in a row, and then, oh, we've got a problem now, because he's, he's now suddenly, you know, he's on fire. But I mean, he had those nine points in that stretch, he only had 13. Jake Stevens was the issue in the first. I mean, he had 20. He had 20 of Chattanooga's 30 in the first half. But again, Murray, you're up four at the half. Jamari Smith, he had 15 in the first half. I mean, really was going toe-to-toe with Stevens. And that's where you've got to go back and, and look at, you know, sort of what Chattanooga did differently. Because Jamari Smith got taken out of the game. 15 in the first half, finished with 17. Murray did a better job on Stevens in the second half. You know, 20 in the first half, finished with 27. Big issue for Murray State. And and really, you know, you talk about the run. I just, I feel like the the moment of the game, the possession of the game, 17-23 left in the game. Murray State is up 40-33. to And Chattanooga's got the ball underneath their own basket. DJ Burns gets called for his third foul. And then Jabari Smith, as they try to inbound it again, gets called for a foul. So, I mean, you get two fouls called with no time coming off the clock. And now suddenly you go from, we have no foul problems at all, with 17 and a half minutes to go, and you're up seven, to now you're two bigs while you're playing a seven-footer who's kind of having his way with things, they now suddenly have three fouls with 17 and a half to go, and Steve Prohm has to make decisions. And what the decision is, is you're just trying to buy time. You're up seven, so you feel like you can buy time, but we went five minutes of game time from 17 and a half down to about 12 and a half where those two were not on the floor at the same time. 
And as we have beaten into the ground so far in the early part of this season, Murray State's starting five is on the floor. That is their best five, especially defensively. That is an elite defensive unit when they are all out there. And then we had to get into the swapping game of just trying to trying to hang on and, and, and burn some clock with those guys both with three fouls. It felt, there's a point, I don't know, see if I can find where I wrote it down. Um, there was, yeah, I guess there was about 10 minutes to go. Because I wrote down, at that point, you're 30 minutes into the game. Murray State had led for 24 of those 30 minutes. Chattanooga had only led for three of those minutes. And you look at that set and you're like, oh, Murray's in control. But I said it, but I wrote down, feels tighter than it should be. And it kind of was because Murray could never deliver that knockout blow. I feel like they tried. I feel like they tried. And that was kind of half of the problem. Razors just eight assists on the night on 26 made field goals. Just watch, even in the first half, when you know, you're know you up seven at one point, and you're up four at the half, things seemingly going well. They're just, something just felt like it, there, there was a knock in the engine. You know, like it just wasn't really humming as we had seen. Part of, I think, what we saw was just shot selection is just so poor at times. And this is not a... You know, this this is not some deep, you know, you need a master's in, in, in basketball to, to see it. I mean, there's just times, especially from the three-point arc, just bad shots. And whether it's just you're trying to you're trying to play the hero, uh, you're trying to, you know, a little hero ball where you're, you know, things are really rolling and, man, you just want to drive that final nail into the coffin – and it's just, it's it's not it's not good. <laughs> it's not it's not good, Bob. It's not good. You know the one that comes off the top of my head. You know, uh, second half. There's probably five minutes left. Uh, you know, Jacoby Wood. Murray gets a steal. I can't find the, the specific moment it happened here, but you know, Murray had a lead, and. Racers get a steal, and Jacoby's coming down sort of three-on-three, and he just pulls up for three at the top of the key. You know, ultimately, it's in traffic because you've got all kinds of guys racing back to the basket. You know, it doesn't make it. And I don't want to pick on Jacoby because it's not not a him thing. It's kind of a collective thing. You know, we saw Rob Perry just take some – there's just times he gets ahead of himself. Kenny White gets ahead of himself, and you – and. And just take shots that you can get later. You know, and that's always the thing. It's it's those threes you take early in the shot clock when they're not in rhythm and they're not open. It's just kind of forcing it. And sometimes it's just and 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 all of that combines to, you know, Kenny White goes one for six from three. And Rob Perry goes three for nine, and Jacoby goes one for seven. You know, four for fifteen in the first half. Uh, two for 11 in the third and the third in the second half. This is not a 
This is not a, this is a bottom 10% in America three-point shooting team right now. I mean, they were 7 for 22 at St. Louis. 10 for 22, which is 45%, which is great, against Texas A&M. You go 5 for 24 against UMass, 4 for 23 against Tulsa, 6 for 26 against Chattanooga. And now here you are, you know, you're shooting 27% from three-point range. You know, and of those, of those now, you know, we're at 15, you know, you've missed, I mean, you've you've missed 90, (laughs) you've missed 91, 85 threes against Division I teams this year. I mean, I feel like without even trying hard, I feel like you could circle a third of those and be like, just don't take it. It's just a bad shot. It's just a bad shot. And that's just something that has to get, it, it's got, I mean, that's film work. Um, that's, you know, and I don't know if it's eventually a, you know, these guys just have to see it. Because there wasn't anybody last night that was really, you know, heat checking. I mean, you get those too. If anybody was really heat checking, it was Rob Perry. You know, he had five points in the first half, finishes with 22. And that was another, you know, another note that I I wrote down with, you know, he made a free throw with, it was about 15 minutes left. And I just wrote down, he needs to see the ball go in. He had just struggled. Man, he struggled early. But it was like, just see the ball go in. And then suddenly it was Rob with the jumper, Rob for three, Rob for two, Rob for another three. I mean, it was like, he is he is streaky. And you got him rolling, and that really, that helped offset a little bit in the second half. Those lineup changes, Jamari Smith being, you know, effectively taken out of the game. You know, whatever... And I don't know if that's uh, that's as much a product of of what Chattanooga did. I was like, dude, we can't let this guy get thirty on us, or you just have eight assists and the ball's not getting the ball's not moving around any. It's just it is amazing to see that Murray they turned it over six times. I mean that that is the one. If there is a just massive strength about this team, they don't turn it over. They don't turn it over. Top 50 in the country in, in turnover rate. They don't turn it over. But as we said, they don't turn you over. Again, single-digit turnovers. Only forced nine. But it just turned into a bad shot selection. You had some... You had some the turnovers you did have, a couple of them were in just crucial spots i mean you're just just a brutal uh you know murray's down three with 53 seconds left they force a miss kenny white goes diving on the floor to get a loose ball and he gets called for traveling zero percent kenny white's fault it's just the rules fault you know just I don't know how he got. I mean, even the announcer was like, I, "I'm not really sure how we can call traveling on that." But that's, but that was what you did. I was like, they had chances, you know, they had chances late, and then, you know, Valpo steps up, 
Valpo steps up. I'm looking at Valpo uh, one week from today uh, at the schedule. Chattanooga steps up. You know, is a three-point game. Murray gets it back to one. Uh, you know, you foul. They hit two. Free, Chattanooga hits two free throws to get the three. They foul up three. Murray gets both free throws to get it to one. Foul. Chattanooga goes and makes two free throws to get it back to three. So here we are with seven seconds left. And I thought, you know, they could they couldn't they couldn't get the free throw miss to get it to two. To just force Chattanooga to be honest and and just play. But up three in that final possession, which I thought was a fantastic job for Murray to get as good of a shot as they got. Because you're up three, you just anticipate you're going to get... um, you anticipate you are going to get the um, the foul treatment one more time. And, you know, they're just waiting, 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 waiting. As, burn as much clock as they can before they foul and send you to the line. And off memory serves, it's Jacoby Wood who's bringing the ball up the right side. And Chattanooga's running two guys at him. And it's hard to tell at that point. I mean, I, I know that they're trying to slow him down, and they're trying not to give him a clear path to the basket, much like we saw a week ago against... Uh, against UMass when they were able to kind of straight line dribble down the floor they're trying you know they pushed him to the right but they hadn't gotten to the point where they were going to foul and Jacoby does a fantastic job of then going over the top and somehow again in a game where only a three-point ties it that Kenny White got as good of a look as he'd had all night Got a chance to get a get a twenty three footer up, and it was just off. But I think from a last second possession, that was all you could have asked for from Murray, because that, <laughs> in a perfect world, that is not what Chattanooga was trying to do. But as we had seen all night long, and really now for for much of the season, three pointer just not going down, and so sixty nine, sixty six, Chattanooga. Uh, Gets the win. Steve Prohm, he played six. I mean, he played six. Brian Moore Jr. gets in there. Uh, Quincy Anderson got three minutes. Justin Morgan played three minutes. Justin Morgan, flowers to him, comes in in the last three minutes uh, for good chunks there. Of uh, Made a great defensive play. Got, got, got matched up with the seven-footer down on the block, ends up stealing it, throwing the ball off of him, getting the ball back to Murray. Uh, You know, I thought he showed himself very well, sort of getting thrown into a very tough spot there uh, in the closing minutes of that game. There's a thousand reasons why guys don't play. You know, all we can do on the outside is just assume, and we all know what assuming is all about. Uh, we can assume that it is a, it's just a performance-based thing. You know, Quincy did not play well um, at, at Myrtle Beach. That last game against Tulsa, he had a couple good minutes there that kind of was like, all right, you felt better coming out of the weekend than what we had seen, you know, the first couple of games. But you don't know how things are going to practice. You don't know if he's sick. You don't know if there's, you know. Something got tweaked. There's there's a thousand reasons. So it's it's hard to knee-jerk 
on any until we hear specifically from Steve about why he didn't play uh, more. But that rotation was, was seven and then was really six. And trying to get it's just I again to me I think it's just a broader uh, with. The micro doesn't matter. I think the macro, when you look at it from Prohm's standpoint, he does not feel comfortable playing more than six (laughs) or seven. We thought seven. Maybe now it's just six. Because bless the racers, they can't play a game right now that's not tight. And he's just trying to, you know, he's trying to get out. You're on the road. I'm just playing my best five. If we can play it, we will play him as long as we can. Got into foul trouble, we'll play six. You know, if you could get some, go win some games by 20, you can stretch that bench out a little bit and take some of the stress off, off of your main guys. The hope for that this coming week, you know, you've got Illinois State coming in. You go to Valpo on Sunday, you know, in the, in the, in the Ken Palm world, those two, those two are like 270, 280 in the Kempom rankings, where Murray's like 110. So, I mean, those, those are two of the worst teams. Computer number-wise, those are the worst teams, two of the three worst teams in the, uh, in, in the Missouri Valley Conference. Evansville is the worst according to the computer numbers. Computer numbers at Murray State, number three in the Missouri Valley. So you're hoping this is an opportunity to get right this week. Get some guys some time. Get them some work to be able to uh, earn some confidence and earn some trust from Steve uh, as you move forward. Because, again, it's just a, it's a quick week of Valley play, and then you're back into the non-conference for the rest of the calendar year before you open back up there uh, in in January. As I'm just looking at conference rankings, this is why you go to the Missouri Valley Conference. Missouri Valley Conference, 12th of the 32 conferences in, in the country. Missouri Valley Conference is ranked 12th. The Ohio Valley Conference is 29th. Now, the Ohio Valley Conference is certainly weaker when you take Murray State and Belmont out of there, you know. But you've also taken Jacksonville State and you've taken Austin P. Uh, it is, it's, it's really a shell of what it was. So that is why you had to get out of there. Uh, you are in a league that that can be in, that can be a, a big picture. This isn't this year. This is just big picture. This is a multi-bid league possibility where obviously the OVC those days are 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 really most likely very long gone. But, uh, all right, we uh, have gone on long enough here this morning. Tomorrow, racers back at it. Today will be an off day. They'll be back at practice tomorrow. We'll try to get an update for you on DJ Burns and his availability because, again, uh, if he is not able to go uh, on Thursday, that definitely that changes, that changes a lot of things. That changes a lot of things. And like it or not, Steve's going to have to go much deeper into that bench uh, to try to replace him. But that is a that is a dude that uh, you know as he one of the, one of the top rebounders and one of the great offensive rebounders in the country. Uh, that's a guy you got to have out there. So uh, that is all for the ride home edition of the Murray State Basketball Podcast. Thanks as always for listening. 
Uh, you can subscribe at uh, subscribe at uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to you next time.